Something to note, all myths have many versions and variations. For this episode, we've selected those we felt are the most dramatic and entertaining and supplemented them with additional research into ancient Greek traditions. Our myths may not always be the version you're familiar with, but we hope you'll enjoy them. And be warned, today's episode contains depictions of graphic violence, alcoholism, and harm to children and animals. Please exercise caution for listeners under 13. Long ago, the gods waged war against the Titans. It was a brutal, endless war between kin, young gods versus old, savage in a way that neither side expected. When the dust settled, most of the Titans had been torn apart in the final battle. In the pits of Tartarus, three of the gods dealt with the cleanup, Zeus, the new king, Hera, his stalwart wife, and his brother Hades, the moon to his son. Once more, and carefully this time, brother. Zeus and Hades concentrated their powers on a nearby pile of body parts. Using thunderbolts and waves of purple energy, they lifted the limbs from the ground and toward a pane of mirrored glass. When the pile touched the mirror, a wave of light rippled out. The light died and the pile of parts thudded to the ground. Zeus sighed, impatient. <sighs> I'm sick of trying this. Hades, just keep watch over these remains for a century or two, all right? I'm gonna go drink till I forget this war. Zeus disappeared in a flash of lightning. This spell of yours clearly isn't working. I still see a pile of limbs. Yes, but a smaller pile, no? I used a mirror to transport them to another world, a reflection of ours, where the other half of their remains would be trapped in another Tartarus. Another world? The goddess Nyx told me a legend when she gave me this mirror. When our world sprang from the black void of chaos, it wasn't the only one. There were hundreds of others, thousands. <laughs> Maybe there's one where you rule Olympus. Maybe there's one where your husband is faithful. Hera smirked, but Hades saw pain in her eyes. It didn't matter. He had a job to do. He raised his hands to the mirror, letting purple sparks fly. He was about to release a bolt of energy when Hera grabbed his hands. Brother, wait. We have to shatter it. If the portal reopens, the Titans might become whole again. Then we'll kill them again. This mirror is a powerful weapon, and we may need it someday. We should lock it up, safely, on Olympus. Very well. But you must be careful if it falls into the wrong hands. This beautiful world we fought for will shatter. Hades and Hera parted, their task done. Neither knew that the currents of fate were already in motion, spelling out the name of the one who would discover this mirror. The name was Zagreus. Who he was, the universe would soon find out. Welcome to Mythology, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every Tuesday, we present dramatic stories from ancient mythology and explore their origins. I'm your host and narrator, Vanessa Richardson. You can find all episodes of Mythology and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Join me as we chronicle the life and death of Zagreus. To some, this mysterious figure is best known as Hades' son and heir, but that's only half of his strange, tragic story. Coming up, a birthday in the underworld is anything but happy. 
This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't have to be a Greek mythology expert to recognize major names like Zeus, Hades, Dionysus, or Hera. You've heard their stories countless times in movies, books, and on this very show. But unless you're a scholar or a gamer, there's one name you probably won't recognize. Zagreus. He's the heir to Hades, or maybe he's the would-be king of Olympus, next in line after Zeus. Or perhaps he's the original form of a certain wine-loving Greek god. There are many stories about this obscure figure, so it's hard for us to figure out who exactly he is. And if it's hard for us, we can only imagine how hard it would be for Zagreus himself. Deep in the realm of Tartarus was a massive abyss. At the bottom of this abyss, a cloud of dark magic trapped the remains of the Titans, fallen gods who weren't quite dead. A crumbling stone platform jutted out over the pit. A pale young man named Zagreus stood atop it, holding a rope tied to four stubborn goats. Stop complaining. This is just my duty, like being food is yours. Zagreus tried to move forward, but the goats wouldn't budge. He looked to the figure at the edge of the pit, Hades, a shadow half hidden by smoke. What are you waiting for? Throw them in the pit. The Lord of Shades was a rather impatient father. Zagreus stomped his foot and yanked the rope a little too hard. The spooked goats ran past Zagreus. Before he could let go, they dragged him over the edge. Zagreus plummeted, screaming like the terrified goats that tumbled through the void with him. As he neared the cloud that bound the titans, he heard a voice. Hands reached out from the cloud, broken fingers searching hungrily for a new sacrifice. But before Zagreus hit the cloud, he bounced off a purple energy field. He flew up and into the arms of his father, Hades. The raven-haired god held him as they soared above the pit and landed at its edge. Hmm, sloppy. I don't know why you can't seem to conjure a shield, but you'll have to learn. From now on, feeding the titans is your job. Um, happy 17th birthday. Dead goats and pure terror, the perfect present. Trust me, a job is good. Responsibility is a gift. Why do we have to feed them? Aren't the Titans dead? 
Titans don't die. They're in pieces, yes. But it's best to keep them satiated. In the battle to control Olympus, we defeated them with Sparagamus, the ancient art of tearing flesh apart barehanded. But dismemberment wasn't enough, as I might have pulled themselves back together. So we used dark magic to scatter those bloody scraps across reality itself. What does that mean? The Titans are split between here and another existence, one that isn't ours to explore. It's not death, it's eternal agony. Rotting limbs desperately reaching out to each other over black chasms they can never cross, knowing they'll never be whole again. <laughs> Atlas and Prometheus got off lucky by comparison. You pity them. It's easy for everyone on Olympus to forget the way we destroyed our parents. Less so for me when I hear their screams from my window on cold, sleepless nights. We were a family once. Until Cronus swallowed you whole. Mm. Enough whimsical childhood anecdotes. Let's get going. So, do you mind if I go out tonight? I was throwing rocks at Sisyphus with Thanatos and Majira the other day, and they said they wanted to celebrate my birthday with me. See them another time. Tonight is for family. But Melanoe's busy tracking down wayward ghosts, and Mom hasn't made it back from the surface for my birthday in, what, three years? Don't argue. Just follow me. And you may have a good time after all. Zagreus trudged after Hades through the damp, drafty halls of a cavernous fortress of horrors, or as Zagreus knew it, home. Hades turned back with a twitchy grin. He clamped his long, calloused fingers on his son's collar and pulled Zagreus to the dining chamber. Surprise! Candles flickering with purple flames gave the space a magical glow, and a table was laden with underworld delicacies and a full roast goat. Thank you. It all looks... tasty. No, this isn't the surprise. She was supposed to be here. Persephone! It's all right. It is not all right. Hades grimaced, snapped his fingers, then disappeared in a purple cloud. Zagreus looked around at his feast, dripping off the walls. He willed himself to numb his sadness. Persephone had missed his surprise, but that wasn't surprising. His mother, the goddess of spring, spent the warm months bringing rain, flowers, and sun to the world above. Persephone used to make it back in time for his fall birthday, but as he got older, something changed. She'd shuffle in days late, always with a gift, never with a smile. She'd caress his cheek and mutter that he looked so much like his father. Zagreus didn't understand. He and Hades shared the alabaster pallor that came with underworld life, but Zagreus was softer than his angular father. His sandy hair and green eyes were even lighter than Persephone's. They were so different. Hades reappeared, pacing and clenching his jaw. Her chamber demons tell me she's been delayed. Something about one last harvest. But she sent her things, and I hear there's a gift in your room. Oh, I'll go check it out. We, we could still eat. I can get us another goat. Two if you're hungry. Thanks. It's just... I'm tired. Uh, I am too. Hades slumped in an entrail-soaked chair. Zagreus couldn't tell if he was sad or just relieved. He thought about comforting him, 
but walked out instead. They just weren't that kind of family. Zagreus stumbled into his room, threw himself face down on his bed, and prayed he'd pass out. It didn't seem likely. His heartbeat raced in his chest and hammered in his ears. It's going to be another one of those nights, huh? Unless... Zagreus still had some lethean elixir hidden under a brick in his fireplace. He'd bought it off Thanatos, personification of death. Bathing in the river Lethe erased your memory, but a few drops of elixir drawn from its waters guaranteed you'd sleep like the dead and dream like an unhinged oracle. Zagreus sat up to face the fireplace. That's when he saw the package. In a shadowy corner was a large, round thing wrapped in silk. A note was pinned to the front with a lily. It bore his mother's loopy scrawl. To my dearest Zagreus on his 17th birthday, look within and find the man you were meant to be. Zagreus pulled the silk wrapping off to find a mirror rimmed with onyx and gold. It was exquisite, but Zagreus was chilled by the sallow, bitter face he saw staring back at him. For once, he did look like his father. He rushed to the fireplace and lifted a brick from the floor, revealing the bottle of elixir. He uncorked it and raised it overhead, but only the tiniest droplet trickled down his tongue. Frustrated, he threw the bottle at the mirror. The bottle shattered, but the mirror just wobbled like still water in a gentle breeze. Zagreus looked down, confused about why there wasn't more glass at his feet. Then he shrugged and sighed at his haggard reflection. (sighs) Happy birthday, Zag. Later that night, as Zagreus lay in bed, he heard his bedroom door creak open. A familiar voice gently cracked the silence. Zagreus, are you awake? I know you're upset, but uh, I I couldn't help being late. It's just... You'll understand someday. I love you, my little king. Persephone kissed her son's head. Zagreus felt his heart melt a bit when he smelled lilies, the first scent he ever loved, the scent of home. But it hardened again when he smelled wine on her breath. Again, he was sad, but not surprised. After Persephone left, Zagreus willed himself not to cry. He was a man, not a kid who needed his mother. The tears came anyway, until he heard a voice his own, coming from the mirror. Look! Zagreus shot up and stared at the glass. It was no longer dark and still. It was now glowing with sunlight. He gasped and blinked. It had been years since he'd felt such warmth, not since his last visit to the surface when he was a child. The mirror showed him a place he instantly recognized, even if he'd never been there. Mount Olympus, the tallest peak in the world on which the gleaming palace of the gods sat. Then he saw Zeus, the handsome, barrel-chested, green-eyed king of the gods. He threw his arm around a young man's shoulders and ruffled his hair. There's my boy! Zagreus gasped again. The tan, muscular kid was him, but his hair glinted blonde in the sun and his cheeks glowed pink. It was like the perfect version of himself. Then the mirror showed him the other Zagreus, wrapped in the arms of a sturdy goddess with a motherly aura. Hera, no doubt. Happy birthday, Zagreus. Now he saw all three of them at a banquet table. They looked like a real family. What is this? Another life, the one you were meant to live, the one where you belong. 
Coming up, Zagreus tries to pursue a fantasy. They say time heals all wounds, but sometimes time can do anything but. Welcome to Cold Cases, the new Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Carter Roy. Every Monday, join me as I revisit the clues and miscues of some of the most elusive criminal cases in history. From burglary and arson to kidnappings and murder, each episode of Cold Cases explores the many types of crime, the many ways they remain unsolved, and how long it takes to find the answers, if ever. Will justice be served? Only time will tell. Follow Cold Cases free and only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. Zagreus awoke with a start. From the dim light outside his window, he knew it was morning, or what passed for morning in the underworld. He ran to the mirror his mother sent him for his birthday. Last night, it had shown him wondrous visions, a life on Olympus, where he was Zeus and Hera's son, not Hades and Persephone's. Now, all it showed was his tired, gaunt reflection. He'd only had a drop of the Lethean elixir, but maybe it was enough. Maybe the visions were just a wild dream. Zagreus sighed. There was no other life, just this one. And he had a job to do. Zagreus led four goats out onto the bridge above the Titans. These goats were scared, but Zagreus was in no mood to coddle them. He pushed them into the abyss. Zagreus watched them fall, stone-faced. This was just how it was, and neither he nor the goats had to like it. Apparently, the Titans didn't like it either. The swirling mass spit the half-chewed goats back up, and they landed beside Zagreus in a revolting heap. They will not satisfy our hunger. We need more. Take what you can get. Trust me, there's nothing better out there for you. Oh, but there is you. We crave your flesh, Zagreus. We have tasted it before, and we will taste it again. In this life or another, there's no escaping your fate. Zagreus didn't want to know what they meant, so he retreated to safety. Zagreus sulked across Tartarus for hours, desperate for distraction. He wanted to play with Cerberus, but the three-headed hellhound was too old and tired. He tried hurling insults at Sisyphus to cause him to release his boulder, but it was no fun alone. He tried to buy more Lethean elixir off Thanatos, but he'd sold his stock to the Fates, who were having some kind of twisted slumber party. Zagreus had no choice but to go home, where his mood didn't improve, because Hades insisted on having a birthday do-over with Persephone. The dining chamber was decorated like the night before, but Persephone had added flowers she'd brought from the surface. The lilies and sunflowers looked garish in the purple candlelight, and the sight filled Zagreus with a strange dread. Happy birthday, darling. I'm so glad we're able to celebrate with you properly. Who cares if it's the day after? Every day can be a party. You certainly drink like every day's a party. I need to relax, Hades. You know how travel gets me anxious. 
So anxious that you miss your chariot entirely? I was helping with the harvest, I told you. Spreading a little joy up above. Spread some down here for once. Oh, it's hard to be the one light in all this darkness. Zagreus stared off, listening to his heart race and wishing he had something stronger to drink. Finally, he could take no more of this. Both of you, shut up! Father, you're a bully who's obsessed with pointing out everything Mom does wrong. Which is ironic, because you sure can't see your own glaring flaws. That's right. He's right, Hades. And I'm glad someone's finally saying it. And Mom, you're a fake. You're never here. And if I have to listen to another sob story about how you want to do better, I'll throw myself into the Titan Pit. Gods, why can't this family just be normal? Normal? You're the heir to the underworld. You live a life of privilege that most souls dream of, and yet you complain. Why does my life have to be here, trapped in hell with you? Why couldn't I be on Olympus? Why couldn't I be the heir to Zeus instead? Oh, I'd love to see that. Go on up there and ask that pompous fool to take you in. Maybe he should, so Zeus can finally meet his son. What? Persephone. What are you saying? Oh, stop pretending, Hades. You must know. Why else would you have been so cruel ever since Zagreus was born? I was cruel because you pulled away, like I disgusted you. I never knew why. Zagreus expected Hades to wreck the room, but all he did was draw ragged breaths. It was as if, as if he was trying not to cry. Hades stared at Zagreus like he was looking at a stranger. For the first time, Zagreus was truly afraid of Hades. Is it true? <sighs> Zeus and I always had a, a connection, Zagreus. Not love like your father and I, but when Hades and Zeus were at war during the siege of Pylos, I visited Zeus. I wanted to smooth things over with a little bit of diplomacy. Who oh, is that what they're calling it these days? Let her finish. It wasn't like that, Hades. Zeus was devastated to be fighting with you, and I was upset that Melanoe ran away. We needed comfort. It was a mistake, and Zeus has probably forgotten that night. I wish I could. You want to forget me too? Oh, never! But that's... that's why it's harder with every birthday. The more you look like Zeus, the more guilt I feel. And the more I drink. Well, sober up. You won't have to pretend to love me for much longer. Zagreus ran from the chamber. Moments later, he locked himself in his room and scrambled to the mirror. If what you showed me was real... Take me there, please. Zagreus slammed his palms on the glass and the mirror lit up. Light filled the room and the glass softened, melting between his fingers. He was about to push through it when his door blew off its hinges. Hades stood in the doorway, hands glowing with energy. Persephone stood behind him. Zagreus, stop, please. You gave me this. Did you want to show me, Mom? So I could get out? What's he talking about? Persephone, what did you do? Hades, I swear I've never seen this mirror in my life. I have. Zagreus, step away from the mirror. Th that thing is no gift. It'll destroy you. It'll destroy this family. I have no family. I hate you both! Zagreus dove into the mirror. Inside the glass was a dark void. Shards of glass filled the air like stars around him, each reflecting his face. Only, in some he was older, in others he was just a child, in one he was a woman, and in yet another he was a bull. 
Up ahead, the shards coalesced into a round pane, and Zagreus fell through it. He tumbled onto a marble floor, landing in a pile of limbs and disheveled hair. After catching his breath, he looked up to see the ceiling of a grand chamber painted with portraits of the gods. He stood and turned to face the mirror, or another just like it. He was still his same old self, far less healthy and tan than the Zagreus he'd seen on the other side of the mirror before. But then he heard something that made him smile, wider than he'd ever smiled, his real father's voice. Zagreus, where are you? I was supposed to meet you at the colonnade when you arrived. Are you hiding? Zagreus ran out to a walkway lined by columns that rose into the clouds. Winged horses played in a pink and orange sky. The best sight, though, was Zeus, strong, brimming with life, and rushing to meet Zagreus. He threw his arm around Zagreus, just like Zagreus had seen in the mirror. <laughs> There's my boy. Happy birthday. I hope the chariot ride wasn't too bumpy. Let me look at you. Hmm, skinnier than the last time I saw you, and as pale as Hades when he was a baby. Are they feeding you down on Mount Ida? Uh, Mount Ida? Yes, your home. Unless... Oh, did I tell them to move you? I don't live here. Ha! Someday. I want you on my throne, but let's get through lunch first. It's huge that Hera even agreed to this. I... Sorry, I I'm just... <laughs> having some trouble figuring things out. Zagreus... Answer me honestly. Are you drunk? No! Oh, would you like to be? <laughs> Zeus conjured up a wine bottle and held it out. As Zagreus drank, Zeus steered him toward a set of golden doors. Zagreus walked into an open-air dining room where the sun shone down on a feast, colorful fruit piled high in jeweled bowls, fresh bread and plump olives, a juicy, steaming roast. It made his underworld birthday look like garbage. Hera stood by the table, tall, broad, and polished, the exact opposite of weepy, frail Persephone. Zagreus immediately felt safe in her presence. Mother! Zagreus ran to hug her, just like in his vision, but Hera pushed him away. Mother, was that a joke? Zeus, did you put your whelp up to this? He's just discombobulated. Uh, the altitudes got him fuzzy. He meant stepmother. Hera rolled her eyes and turned to refill her wine. Do you have a head injury or something? If you keep embarrassing us like this, there's no way she'll let you move here and train under me. No, it's definitely the altitude. <laughs> this might be a strange question, but where is my mother? Don't play games. If you're mad about me skipping Persephone's funeral last year, just say so. Oh, she's... A surge of sorrow almost knocked Zagreus off his feet. He tried to summon that old numbness. It wasn't his Persephone. He hated his mother anyway, right? He'd sacrificed a lot to get here, and he couldn't turn back now. So when Hera beckoned him to the table, he took a deep breath, smiled, and walked over. The meal was delicious, especially the tender roast. It was like no other meat Zagreus had ever had before, but the company was unsettling. Hera stared at Zagreus with a tight smile and eyes that grew deader by the second. Zeus got drunker by the second, rambling about his son's future. And another thing. Zargo, Zaggy, Zaggy has green eyes, like me. And people like green eyes, but they're also scared of them. So he's got to be king, because, uh, you know, he's got the eyes for it. 
Zeus, are you quite all right? I don't know, Hera. I'm... <laughs> I am fading. <laughs> yes, it's almost like your wine was dosed with Lethean elixir. Zeus frowned, then passed out face first in his meal. Which, of course, it was. Why did you do that? I was bored of hearing him talk, and excited to skip to the part where I kill you. Coming up, Zagreus fights to save two worlds from destruction. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now back to the story. Zagreus felt his heart pounding, his head swirling with shock and regret. His dream had soured into a nightmare. He'd left his old life for a new one as Zeus and Hera's son. But it turned out that Zeus was a drunk, and Hera wanted him dead. Hera, you think I'm after the throne of Zeus? But I'm not that Zagreus! I know that. No, you don't know what I mean. You took a trip through a mirror. A trip I arranged. It was hard to sneak the mirror in with your mother's things, but once I told the Hera on your side about her husband's secret son, she was dying to be rid of you too. All it took to get you to abandon your family was a few rays of sunshine and a few pretty lies. And now I get to kill the competition. I told you, I don't want to rule. Go after this world, Zagreus. Oh, I dealt with him already. <laughs> Tell me, did you enjoy your roast? Zagreus looked down at the meat on his plate, and his stomach lurched. I wonder if you'll be as tasty as he was. Hera pulled a dagger from her robe and drove it into his gut. She pulled him close. It was the hug Zagreus saw in his vision. He just hadn't seen the knife buried in his belly. Happy birthday, Zagreus. Zagreus fell and scrambled back, clutching his wound. You have your Hera to blame. After the gods used the mirror to split the titan's remains, she got curious. She was desperate to find a reality where she was happier. When she found me, I got curious too. But I'm a bit more ambitious than her. I used the mirror to see every reality. And do you know what I saw? A monster staring back. <laughs> no. I saw touchstones, things that were the same in every reality. Like the mirror, it exists across existence. But do you know what else is a touchstone? My husband's insatiable lust. In at least four realities I've seen, that results in you, Zagreus, a son he wants to claim as his heir. Proof that I'm Never enough for Zeus, even after he promised to stay faithful. Zeus, wake up! Help! So, after you die, I'll use the mirror again and again until every Zagreus who would claim the throne of Olympus is gone. The Hera in your world just cared about getting rid of you. But I won't stop until every Hera in every reality can finally lead a life of dignity. You're insane. No, just very petty. Now, have you heard of the art of Spargamus? Hera, please, I just want to go home. Don't do this to me. Oh, I'm not going to rip you apart. The Titans will. The Titans? They're trapped in Tartarus. No. In this world, Hades is alone and bitter. 
too sympathetic to the Titans and so easy to wrap around my finger. Hades, time for a family dinner. A dark cloud pulsed and throbbed as it descended into the chamber. Inside it swirled arms, legs, eyes, and teeth, the other half of the fallen titan's remains. Out of that cloud walked this world's Hades, a hungry corpse with obsidian eyes and a wild mane of hair. He sauntered over to Hera and kissed her neck, scraping his purple tongue up to her ear. She tried not to flinch in disgust. Hades, be a good boy and feed our precious titans. Yes, dear. But what shall they eat? What do you mean? Where is Zagreus? Zagreus hobbled across the walkway, staining the white columns with his blood as he clung to them for support. The chamber with the mirror in it was so close. He was desperate to get back to the underworld, to his parents. He didn't know if they'd take him back after the way he'd treated them, but he had to try. He used what little strength he had to push the chamber door open. Just as he had almost reached the mirror, the roof of the chamber broke into a thousand pieces. Hades and the Titan Horde descended. Well done, Hades. A favorite son has brought us a meal. A son would do anything for his family. Hades, please. I know it sounds crazy, but you have to believe me. I'm your son. I have no son. The Titans charged. Zagreus backed up against the mirror, closed his eyes, and prayed for a miracle. He prayed to the Lord of Shades and the Goddess of Spring. And he got his wish. He heard an explosion. He opened his eyes to see a purple shield of energy had stunned the Titans, and the scent of lilies filled the air. He turned to see Hades and Persephone, standing in the mirror, peering into this reality from his bedroom, hand in hand, combining their powers to save their son. Zagreus, we're so sorry. We had to find a spell to activate the mirror. It's fine. Everything's fine now. Oh, how do you figure? The magic shield fizzled out, and Hera walked into the chamber. She rolled her eyes when she saw the two gods in the mirror, then wheeled to face her Hades. <sighs> What's taking so long to kill him? The undead Hades stared at Zagreus, Persephone, and the other Hades. His eyes gleamed with a strange mix of dread and yearning. Hera, what is this? Is... Is that my child? No, don't listen to them. The original Hades called out from his side of the mirror. He is Hades. Maybe not by blood, but he keeps my cold heart beating. It makes me a better man. Please, call off the Titans. Find something like this for yourself instead. And eat a goat or something, you're all skin and bones. Hera's Hades looked at Hera, confused and hurt, then donned his helm and vanished. Meanwhile, the Hades Zagreus knew reached down from the mirror. Zagreus was about to grab his hand when he heard the Titans shriek. Not there, on Olympus, the shriek came from Hades and Persephone's side of the portal. Persephone ran to the window, looking out onto the underworld. The Titans have broken free! They must have sensed the portal was open. 
Zagreus looked back and saw that the horde on his side of the mirror was regaining its strength. These titans sense it too. Father, that's bad, right? If the titans cross through the mirror and reunite their bodies, they'll wreak vengeance on both sides of the mirror. Both realities. Maybe every reality. Zagreus, come back here. We'll subdue the horde. And smash the mirror so nothing can ever get through to our side. But Hera will keep using the mirror on this side. She'll keep finding the other Zagreuses. I can't let her. I can't lead all those other me's to slaughter. Zagreus looked at Hera, staring at him with her patient, dead-eyed smile. Then he glanced at the ground beside him and picked up a rock. Zagreus, no. This is my responsibility. Think of it as a gift to you both. Darling, what are you saying? Just promise me you'll try to, to love each other. Even if it's hard, even if you drive each other crazy. No family's perfect, right? Ours is. <laughs> Maybe in another life. But I'm still really proud to be your son. Before his parents or Hera or the Titans could stop him, Zagreus raised the rock with all his might, took one last look at his parents, and smashed the mirror. Zagreus lay on the ground, blood pooling around him. The titans loomed above him, angry and hungry. You may have saved your freakish family, but the titans need to feed. And you can't fight back, Zagreus. Then I guess all I've got left to say is, eat me. Zagreus smirked, lay back and stared into the sky. He grew lightheaded, his blood spilling out onto the marble floor. When numbness claimed him, he was happy. He barely felt it when the Titan Horde ripped him apart. Everything went dark, but the dark was familiar to him. Zagreus was once again floating in the black void filled with shards of glass. Hello? Where am I? The chasm. A void between worlds. Father? Mother? We are not your parents. We are chaos. What came before everything, and what will be here long after. But we hope these voices bring you comfort on your journey. Where are you taking me? A new life. A reward for saving existence. I don't want a new life. I want my old one. If only you'd realized that back in the underworld. Before all this. You're right. Fret not, little one. Your next life will be full of joy, laughter, wine, and women. Tell me, what do you think of the name Dionysus? The story of Zagreus exists in fragments, like shattered glass. In different tellings, he's a god who emerged alongside primordial Gaia. Or he's the son that Zeus begat with Persephone, or her mother Demeter. Playwright Aeschylus called him Hades and Persephone's son in one work, and Hades himself in another. The most complete version comes from Orphism, a religious cult formed around the 6th century BCE. In the epic poem Dionysiaca by Nanus, 
Zagreus is Zeus and Persephone's son, hidden away on Mount Ida. Hera is upset about her husband's affairs, so she calls upon the Titans. They distract Zagreus with a mirror, rip him apart, and eat him. But Zeus is able to save his heart, and the boy is reborn as the god Dionysus. Central to Orphism was the idea that souls could be purified through reincarnation. The unlucky son of Zeus exemplified their ideals. Though his life ended in tragedy, Zagreus was reborn as a greater god. It may also explain the Hades connection. When dealing with death and rebirth, it's only natural to involve the underworld king. Of course, Orphism was a small cult, and Zagreus is still an obscure figure. If you recognize him today, you may be a fan of Hades, an award-winning video game. In it, Zagreus is the son of Hades. The story revolves around the identity of his mother, who he thinks is the goddess Nyx, but is really a missing Persephone. Tracking all these variants of one mythological character can be maddening, but it's also an opportunity for many different interpretations, one that storytellers are more than happy to exploit. When scholars and gamers are eager to revisit this lost hero, who knows how many Zagreuses are yet to come. Thanks again for tuning in to Mythology. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode. You can find more episodes of Mythology and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. If you enjoy Mythology, you'll love my other podcast, Tales. Tales presents fairy tales the way they were originally told, orally and unadulterated. Traditional fairy tales aren't exactly suitable for children, and every Wednesday we dive into another dark classic fable. We'll be back next time with another epic story. Mythology is a Spotify original from Parcast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler, sound design by Brian Golub, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Nick Johnson, Trent Williamson, and Carly Madden. This episode of Mythology was written by Amin Osman, edited by Molly Quinlan and Robert Teamstra, fact-checked by Bennett Logan, researched by Adriana Gomez, and produced by Travis Clark. The amazing cast of voice actors includes Joe Hernandez, Brian Kim McCormick, Melissa Medina, Cameron Nicod, and Rebecca Thomas. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hi, I'm Carter Roy, host of the Spotify original from Parcast, Cold Cases. From burglary and arson to kidnappings and murder, explore the many types of crime the many ways they remain unsolved, and how long it takes to find the answers, if ever. Catch a new episode of Cold Cases every Monday. Listen free only on Spotify. Spotify.